If you still think HVAC is all about the equipment, well, you might be in trouble. Find out why on today's show. You know, these days it's all about the contractor, not the equipment. It's about creating a customer experience and being a trusted authority in the marketplace. Today we're gonna to learn how to become the trusted authority from the one and only Mr. Drew Cameron. Take it away, Drew. Well, thank you, Weldon, and welcome back to the EJIA Contractor University studio. I am Drew Cameron, and we are going to pick up our conversation based off of a previous episode called The Evolution of the Marketplace, or Evolution of Consumer Purchasing. And in that episode, I share with you kind of my belief of how products and services have evolved over time, and how as a contractor, probably you could look at the products and services that exist in your contracting business and in the contracting marketplace of the communities that you serve. And as you saw, uh, you know, I challenged you to get up to at least where the value-added contractor is because that's where most contractors play the game nowadays, right? It's no longer just about brands. It's no longer about the commodities as much. There are some people, obviously, who wheel and deal on price. They work out of their garage. You call them Chuck in a truck, Tommy Trunk Slam, or Rusty Van, or Joe Garagiola. And, and they compete on price. Those are the bottom feeders. I'm not asking you to play that game. I'm asking you to, you know, to insp be inspired, to aspire, and desire to go higher in the marketplace so that the customers catch fire and want to do business with you, right? You're going to create a buzz in the marketplace because you're going to bring a, a level of experience and offering to the marketplace that nobody else would even dare consider. And we're going to build on that uh, over time. And later, uh, you know, uh, we will get into another session where we even talk to you specifically about the tactics and techniques on which you can do that, all right? But let's go ahead and talk about how do you go ahead and get engaged with a customer once you decide what level of service you're gonna offer based on the matrix in the evolution of the marketplace that we talked about. Now, that being said, uh, there was the value-added contractor, right? And that's where the contractor uh, was offering something a little bit extra freebies maybe, extended warranties, including some maintenance with the offering, we're offering some level of dis uh, discount you know, to the offer that they had. And more often than not, though, it was a temporary fix. You didn't really resolve all the problems in the house. So I then challenged you to go to the next level, which was solution-based, and then get into relationship-based, and then you get, you know, get into what I call problem resolution, which is not solution-based. It's a different mentality because you're making customers aware of problems they didn't even know existed in their home and you're challenging their paradigm, if you will. And I then said, okay, getting up into the experiential side of things, as well as all the way to the top level of the marketplace, which is not just what you do and how you do it, but why you do it, and the impact that you're willing not only to make in the customer's lives that you serve, but the community and the marketplace, and how do you pay it forward and give back. And so that's what we talked about in that video. But what I wanna challenge you is, is how do you, understand, how do you work with a customer and understand how to migrate up that, that matrix, if you will. So I developed an approach years ago called the trusted authority approach. What I realized was, is, is for me to engage a customer at those next levels, is I had to become something different, better, and more. Because if I acted like every other contractor, they would treat me like every other contractor, right? A customer who comparison shops and wants to compare apples to apples, as we talked about in that video, is trying to you know, uh, look for some kind of point of contrast. And what they typically find is the point of contrast between apples to apples is usually price, availability, or perceived risk. Now, price is a variation of uh, risk, but it's only one piece of it. 
So customers don't always look for the cheapest price. Are there some people out there looking for the cheapest price? Yeah, like 7% of the marketplace, maybe, all right? But if I'm not given any distinguishing factors between two offerings, then yes, I might go based on lowest amount of risk and prices of factor in risk. But what I found is if I optimized, the, optimized my business for the relationship, for the trust between my technicians, between my salespeople, that I could get customers to engage at higher and higher levels and take my business all the way up to that societal impact, okay? Not, not just what I do and how I do it, but why we do it. And customers will pay for access. Customers will pay for a premium experience. In fact, customers will pay to give you money so that you can give it back to society versus them giving it to society because they want to be part of something. We all want to be part of something bigger than ourselves. And so how do we do this as contractors? We do what we call the trusted authority approach. Now, I will break this down for you piece by piece. Understand this. More often than not, when a customer approaches the market, they have no idea, and this is for any product or service, right? They have no idea who they need to call or who, where they need to go or who they need, should reach out to. So you become nothing because to them, you are nothing. They may have seen your trucks. They may have seen your television ads or radio, heard your radio ads or seen your billboards and, and things of that nature. Maybe they've gotten the marketing pieces in the home. But because their brain isn't engaged thinking about heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, solar, generators, and the products and services that you offer, if my head's not in that space, I'm not aware of providers in that space. I might be, but when I think about the need, I'm like, who should I call if I don't already have a, a relationship, right? So you, to the customer, are what is known as an anonymous entity, right? They are ignorant to who you are. Exist, but they're not really truly aware of you. Even if it's subconsciously, they're just not think of you, thinking of you at that moment, right? So they start to look around. They search on the internet. They look in the yellow pages back in the day. Even the, the baby boomers are still looking in the yellow pages today. Maybe they look in the newspaper. Yes, the newspaper is still a viable thing. Uh, maybe they're looking online, watching television. They know they saw something, heard something, read something somewhere, right? And so they become aware of you because they talk to a friend, neighbor, relative, or coworker who's told them about you as well, right? And so now they're aware of you. You are a known resource, and they're aware that you are, are a possible consideration. Not maybe the company that I sh could and should call, but let me do a little bit more research on you. So I do a little bit more research, and I kind of find out about you. I read your Facebook uh, page. I looked at LinkedIn. I go to your reviews on Google and, and Yelp, and maybe you're tied into Angie's List or, or Home Advisor or uh, you know, some other entity, some lead aggregator that's kind of creating an awareness about you. But other people are saying some things about you, and of course your website says things about you. And so you are what is known as a worthy consideration because I've read through some stuff, I've looked at maybe seven, eight, ten providers, and I've narrowed it down to maybe three to five that I will, I'd like to talk to, possibly. And so let's kind of, you know, from a service technician standpoint, think about this. I have to pick one, right, because I'm going to pay one to come out because I've now got skin in the game for the diagnostic fee or for the tune-up or for the issue that I've got that, you know, that I called you for. So the worthy consider consideration contractor actually then jumps ahead, as you'll see, to what is known as the trusted provider right away, right? Because I, I got to fix, or at least I believe I want to fix something. And so I'm willing to commit to spend a little bit of money to take that next step. So follow that because that's one, one fork in the road. The other one is if I'm looking to buy something new or replace it. And that's what I want to focus on is that piece of things. Because again, 
A transaction, hmm, I don't make a lot of money on a service call, right? Our average ticket, our KPI that we optimize for at EGIA is $350 or more, right? But I can make a huge impact, obviously, with a, a system replacement, a system upgrade, you know, with a customer. Cash flow is better. And of course, there's that long-term engagement with the customer. A service transaction maybe turns into a service agreement. So again, but you're worthy of consideration. So I'm calling you out to replace my system, and I'll, I'll talk to you. you know, I'll have a conversation with you, because I'm intrigued by what your website said, what your Facebook, and what the reviews all said about you. So I invite you and others home, and I start to talk to you. And have you ever been on a, on a sales call where the customer's kind of saying, yeah, I, I called you out. I'm just getting prices right now. and I." You say, okay, who else did you call out? ABC, XYZ, and of course you. And you say, and you say okay, well, what, what did you like about the, what ABC said and XYZ? You know, what did they tell you? How did you feel about that experience? Well, you know what? ABC, they, they were good. They were on time. Uh, I'm, I'm waiting on a quote from them. And XYZ, I got to tell you, I, I didn't like that individual. That person came out. They, they were in and out of my house. They were kind of rude. They just threw a quote, or I'm still waiting on the quote. And so they already, they've already dismissed this person, right? So that person, in their mind, isn't even a trusted authority. They were worthy of consideration, but they will not listen to that individual because they immediately dismiss them. You don't want to be that person. You want to be somebody that they're at least willing to listen to. So you've got to realize that. As a technician, you walk in with that because I've got skin in the game. I've already paid you for that, so I will listen to your advice. But if you're a comfort advisor, a salesperson, I don't have to listen to you. In some cases, I will dismiss you and politely fire you, professionally fire you. So, but if you are a trusted authority and somebody that I believe respects me, my family, my home, and knows their stuff, has proven their intent, has proven their competence, so I'm interested in what you have to say. So you become what is known as a trusted advisor. So I may have called three to five contractors out and had conversations. I dismissed a couple early on, but I've narrowed it down to one to two or three, possibly, who's quotes I'm willing to listen to and receive and hear what they have to say. And then I will decide based on that who I have a desire to work with. Because one of you will stand out based on the scope of work or I just feel safe with you, I feel comfortable, the, you know, the solution makes sense, the offer makes sense, so, so on. And you become the trusted provider. Now as a technician, like I said previously, you are the trusted provider, right? I got skin in the game more often than not. However, some of you also have realized where you've only gotten out there to do the tune-up and you got nothing else. The customer didn't commit to a service agreement. Or on the service side of things, they didn't commit to a service uh, agreement. Or how about you've gotten the diagnostic fee only? We call those DFOs. We do not like diagnostic fee only. You could talk to Gary Ellix about that, right? We, won't, we, we need to go beyond getting a diagnostic fee and they don't take the prescription, right? We gave them a diagnosis and we gave them a prescription and they don't fulfill the prescription, right? So they, you just get the DFO, diagnostic fee only, and they do no more work with you. You're not even a trusted provider at that point. You got your 89 bucks. So when I say uh, trusted provider, that's a customer who's taken action on the advice that they either paid for, or in this case as a comfort advisor, you've given them, uh, a, a, some of you call it an estimate or a quote or a proposal, um, but they've decided to take action. You now have an agreement to do work together. So you are the trusted provider because I feel some level of connection. I will take action because I also feel I have an emotional connection to you. I feel good about this, but I also have an emotional connection or a result uh, afterwards, right? Because I now have a feeling about what you've done for me after you've done the work for me. 
And that's where most businesses optimize for, is getting a transaction. That's one and done. Okay? And you can, make, you can be somewhat successful in business, but you're not transformational in business. You're transactional in business. And that's kind of, you know, like I say, marry this back to the previous video that we talked about the evolution of the consumer marketplace. Do you want to be transactional or do you want to be transformational? And I even actually challenge you to go societal and have a monumental impact and be societal with your impact. So trusted partner. Now this is where we all optimize for with our service agreements, right? We are uh, having a committed relationship with somebody because they have said, I bought the system from you and now I'm under warranty and some of you include maintenance with your systems, or uh, I did the repair with you and I decided to engage with you on your service agreement. And so you become a trusted partner to the consumer, right? Because you've made an impression. I like you. In fact, I like you so much, you are now the person I will use. I will use on a recurring basis. Again, go back to the matrix and look at where that plays into the game. You are the recurring provider, the raving fan. And so there is even a book called Raving Fans. And that's great. And you can live there. And the best contractors around the United States have the highest level of service agreements. The most successful, the most prof profitable have that $1,500 per million dollars worth of business that we optimize for as the KPI. And you can make a great existence there as a contractor. Okay? But to me, is that enough? I say no, that's not enough. Again, there's still a lot of competition out there at that level. It's okay to exist there, but I want to flip the script. I don't want it always be about what I'm doing to get that level of engagement and that level of impact, right? You all say when you're small as contractors, I ask you where you get your business from and you all tell me word of mouth, right? That's not true because again, you'll stay small if it's all word of mouth. Until you optimize your business through those relationships and through those ongoing connections and those ongoing connections become where you flip the script and now the customer, the role flips over back to the customer. They are the trusted emissary. They are the ambassador. They are the evangelist of you, right? You're not, you're not just, if asked, we'll refer you. That's what the trusted partner level is because they're a raving fan. And if asked, they'll say, yes, I will give you a review. I will give you a referral. Those are great, okay? I want this person. I want the trusted emissary. I want the ambassador, the evangelist. I want the person who is promoting me. They are on the mountain with the megaphone talking about me. Actively, not if asked, actively promoting me. They've given me an amazing review. They've given me a testimony. They've given me a video testimonial. Okay, they are part of my re referral rewards program and they're optimizing it. They're getting free stuff from me because I'm paying them $100 for every referral that they give me that buys from me on the replacement side. I'm giving them $50 for every service, or $25 to $50 for every service uh, referral that they give me that buys from me. If it's an indoor air quality, it's uh, lead. It's $50 for every referral that buys from me. And after five, I give them a big screen television. After 10, I give them $10,000 if they buy complete systems from me, right? Because what's your average ticket? If you got 10 customers who bought 10 systems from you, that's probably well over $100,000. What's your marketing budget? Okay, so give your marketing budget to your customer who becomes your promoter. But how did we do it? Okay, we optimized for trust. I want you to become that trusted authority in the home to the customer. Your marketing, your website, your, your reviews, the, uh, your Facebook page, how you 
uh, not just put out a blog, but you have the impact stories that you make discussed out on Facebook. So the customers see that you are that trusted authority. It's not that you say you're the trusted authority, it's that everybody else says that you're the trusted authority. And when everybody else says, this is who you should do business with, you don't have to be that active promoter. Society is your active promoter. Because it's not just what you do and how you do it, it's because of why you do it. And if you look at that, back at the marketplace matrix that I shared with you in a previous video, you will see that's the highest level of engagement. You will also see the companies that do that in any space, in any industry, have no competition or very little competition. They become, they become the, my goodness, they become the boutique for the discerning homeowner with distinctive taste that wants something different, better, more, unique, special. And they want to be part of the movement because it's, it's something I want to be part of. As human beings, we want to be part of something bigger than ourselves. And so if you optimize for trust, you build your business based off of trust and that trust, trust and communication, people want to do business with you. And it will be a societal impact. And society will always be better, obviously, if they do business with your business. Because if you don't believe that, they will never believe it. So optimize your business for societal impact and trust, and you will, you will experience success and fulfillment beyond your wildest dreams. Until next time. As always, great content right there from Mr. Drew Cameron. Now, if you want to take the next step in creating an awesome customer experience in your sales process and other parts of your business, you got to take our online classes. For your sales process, you need to take the core sales program in order to learn all the steps to bring more value to your clients and make sure you become that trusted authority. When it comes to customer and brand experience, we have a ton of videos from Gary Ellix, like integrating the customer service with folks in the field, customer service, which is about making everybody feel special, building an exceptional brand experience, and much, much more. These are all in the Contracting Best Practices Library. Now, if you're not a member and you want to get access to all of this for free, sign up for a free 30-day trial by clicking the Join button at the top of this page. That's it for this week, folks. Until next time, we'll see you soon. Bye-bye for now.